Welcome to the official ABA Law Student Podcast, where we talk about issues that affect law students and recent grads. From finals and graduation to the bar exam and finding a job, this show is your trusted resource for the next big step. You're listening to the Legal Talk Network. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the ABA Law Student Podcast on Legal Talk Network. I'm Fabiani Duarte, chair of the ABA Law Student Division. I'm a third-year law student at Mercer University's School of Law in Georgia. And I'm Madison Burke, governor of the Law Student Division's 12th Circuit, and I'm a 3L at the University of Washington School of Law in Seattle. Our show today is presented by the American Bar Association's Law Student Division. In this monthly podcast, we interview guests and cover topics of interest for law students and recent grads. From finals to graduation and the bar exam to finding a job, we hope this show is a trusted resource for you, our listeners. For today's show, I am very happy to welcome members of my team here in the leadership of the ABA Law Student Division Board of Governors. We have a set of governors, national officers, and real advocates for students that I get to work with every week. Some of us have been together for a year. Some of us have joined the crew in the last uh, six to nine months. And uh, it's just awesome to have a group of committed leaders who love law students and see the benefit of working with the ABA and want to be the bridge of those benefits, of that value, to the 115,000 law students of the country. So welcome, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, today we wanted to talk about just kind of a, a year in review in some ways. Last summer, Madison and I had the opportunity to interview several of you as you were uh, about five months into your terms, and we were excited to be launching this podcast. And now we'd like to check in and see what, what's gone on in the last uh, six months or so, or nine months, I guess, even. So one of the things that I wanted to ask each of you uh, as you introduced yourself is, I don't know if you remember, but last time we had you describe yourselves with a hashtag. Now, I don't know if you remember what your hashtag is, but if you think you can remember, or you think you can come up with a new creative hashtag that describes you, please say that in your intro. So, for example, I could say, Hi, my name is Fabiani Duarte. I'm chair of the ABA Law Student Division. I go to Mercer Law. Hashtag bow ties, because I like to wear bow ties a lot. So why don't we go around and you can introduce yourself, your position, where you go to school, who you represent, and your hashtag, all right? Just those three things. Hi, my name is Crystal Yeldu, and I attended Western Michigan University Cooley Law School, and my hashtag would be law school graduate. <laughs> Rub it in. Yeah. So that's right. Crystal, you got to graduate here in February, right? Or was it January, February? January. Yeah. You just graduated. We're so excited to have a job and everything. Yes. I got hired in the very next day. All right. Amazing. That is awesome. We are so happy that Crystal is uh, already out in the real world seeing uh, that education come to life. So thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Next. I am Matt Meckley. I am the Third Circuit Governor for Philly, uh, New Jersey, and Delaware. 
Uh, I go to Drexel Law, and I think if I was going to do a hashtag, uh, it would have to be hashtag Pride here for a number of different reasons. Um, LSD Pride, uh, we've done a lot as a division over the course of the year. It's been a great opportunity um, to work with all of these people and to work with the greater ABA. Um, hashtag Pride, I just came from a, an LGBT caucus. Um, it's been great also uh, as a student leader uh, to be able to be progressive um, and to lead that and to be a part of those kind of discussions within the division. Um, and last, I'm going to say hashtag Philly Pride because um, I was just, just saying how I'm still supporting the Eagles even though we're, we are absolutely terrible. So. <laughs> All right, very good. True fans never give up on their team. Yeah, Madison's a big fan. Go Packers. Packers. Even though she lives in Seattle, what's that all about? You don't you don't jump ship just because you move somewhere else. That's true. Loyalty. Hashtag loyalty. Ma- all right. <laughs> I guess we know Madison's. All right, who's up next? I'm up next. My name is Marcus Sandifer. I am the Fifth Circuit Governor, and I'm a second-year law student from Emory University School of Law in Atlanta, Georgia. I represent Florida, Georgia, and U.S. Puerto Rico. And if I had a hashtag to describe my year in review, I would say hashtag about that legal life, (laughs) because I am about that legal life. All right. Very good. What uh, particularly about that legal life? I know you work for a very famous judge, right? I do. I work for the Honorable Glenda A. Hatchett. Most of you know her from the TV show Judge Hatchett. But what you don't know is that she was actually um, the chief judge of the juvenile circuit court, the second largest juvenile court in the country for about 10 years. And now she has her own private law firm called the Hatchett Firm, and I clerked for her. So I, and I still do work for Judge Hatchett. So you're all about that law life, huh? I'm about that legal life. Legal life. Yeah. All right. And I am about that legal life because being in the legal life means you're a servant to the people. You're there to advance justice. And I'm all about that. So that's why I like that hashtag. But Marcus, I've seen you um, after hours and sometimes you're about some of that illegal life too, right? Little, illegal. Yeah, 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 He's I, got a past character in fitness, Bobby. Oh, 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 <laughs> right, 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 right. I was Just talking kidding. about his dance moves. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Great way to clean it up. Finally. There we go. There we go. All right, all right. Hitting that sweet spot. All right. Next up. Hello, uh, my name is uh, Kirk Kabbalah. I'm from Arizona Summit Law School, smack dab middle of Phoenix. I'm uh, your 15th Circuit Governor, representing five states, Utah, New Mexico, Colorado, Arizona, and New Mexico. And uh, after the pass of New Mexico's bar, we are the first circuit that has entirely all UBE states. So a round of applause there, everybody. For me, uh, I wanted to say something funny, but that's just not me at all. So I'm going (laughs) to go and be real serious about life. And uh, my hashtag that has been uh, what I've experienced this year is uh, hashtag stride with pride. For me, it's uh, it's all about your attitude. If you keep your head up and you have confidence in yourself, there's really nothing that you can't do. And we've been told us that our whole life. And don't forget that. Stride with pride. All right. Awesome. Thanks so much, Kirk. Stride with pride. All right, we got two pride references so far. All right, very, very proud, very proud team. I'm very proud of our team. I should probably say pride, board pride. How about that? All right, next. So that's me. That's Myra Salinas. I'm the governor for the 14th Circuit. That's uh, Northern California and Nevada. I'm at the William S. Boyd School of Law, another desert here, just like Kirk. <laughs> I'm in the middle of the desert um, and enjoying it. <laughs> but uh, I guess my hashtag would be half a lawyer because I'm officially half a lawyer. All right. Congratulations, Myra. Rising too well status. Half a lawyer. <laughs> Hot day. <laughs> All right. Next up. 
I am Akemini Isang. I attend the University of South Carolina School of Law. I'm a third-year law student and the governor of the Fourth Circuit. My hashtag would be progress and growth because I have grown as a person and as a leader and as a law student. I've learned so much about myself and I see this organization moving forward and progressing. And um, South Carolina just passed the UBE and that's a step forward for South Carolina. Awesome. All right, I'm wrapping us up. Hey, how's everybody doing? Andrew Roden from American University, Washington College of Law in Washington, D.C. I serve as the uh, national delegate for the Law Student Division. And if I had to choose a hashtag, it'd be making a difference in people's lives with opposition. Awesome. So this is really the end of a lot of our terms on the board. So all of the governors will be wrapping up in March following the new elections and our spring circuit meetings. So one thing we'd like to do now is give you all an opportunity to share what is something that you are really proud about from your circuit that maybe not necessarily you accomplished, but that your law school's accomplished. Just what is something that you've seen this year during your tenure that you think is really great that's going on in your circuits? I'm going to jump forward here. It's uh, Matt Meckley with the Third Circuit. Um, one of the things that just came out of uh, in the last couple of weeks is a uh, budding new partnership with the Campaign for Working Families, uh, which is an organization that does uh, VITA programming or volunteer income tax assistance. And we've just sort of partnered with them to, to sort of help them expand their mission throughout Southeast Pennsylvania and, and so, South Jersey. Um, and it's great to be in a position where you can reach out to groups like that that do amazing work um, and provide them access to law students and also provide law students access to do great pro bono and great public interest work. So I'd say that's probably the thing I'm, I'm most proud of. Awesome. I'd like to follow up with the... Uh, this is Marcus from the Fifth Circuit. I'd like to also follow up. And similar to what Matt experienced in his circuit, I'm very, very proud of Barry University uh, School of Law for their VITA program, which is being touted as one of the best in the nation, actually a blueprint because of the amounts of people they've been able to help with volunteer income tax assistance. And I'm very, very proud of them. Also very proud of the level of engagement of the Fifth Circuit. We have a very, very active uh, circuit where our law students tend to get very involved with issues that pertain to them. And um, I just really love the energy in the fifth. So I'm very proud of the engagement and very, very proud of Barry University School of Law. Awesome. Thank you. Kirk Kabatler here, 15th Circuit. Uh, as I just recently mentioned, uh, New Mexico passed the bar, so I'm actually really proud of uh, the whole state of New Mexico and their accomplishments there. And uh, the transition a lot of those law students are going to have to go through right now with uh, transiting from the New Mexico bar to the UBE now. And it's, it shouldn't be too difficult, but I wish them the luck, and I'm very proud of uh, everything that the, that state has done. Uh, ASU also has just... Um, revealed their uh, new campus, which will be opening in downtown Phoenix this next year. So it's all state-of-the-art, brand new. I mean, we're talking, this might be right now the uh, most state-of-the-art law school in the nation. And I'm very proud of all the work that they've put into putting that together in downtown Phoenix. Great. Who's up next? This is Crystal Yaldi with the Sixth Circuit. Western Michigan University Cooley Law School uh, has a expungement program and They've been able to gain the freedom of an innocent man by getting the proper DNA testing. And I think that's incredible that this man was able to get back to his family. And I think that's huge in the Sixth Circuit. So it's awesome. Great. Thank you, Crystal. Who's up? Another proud moment? 
This is Andrew Roden, uh, the law student division delegate. I think the proudest moment in, uh, that I've encountered this year is actually open up opportunities for law students. When I came into the position, I realized that there's a gap between the division entities and I wanted to ensure that there have been opportunities. Um, to date, uh, we've had over 200 st uh, law students cross country volunteer. Uh, we've also had free conferences. And we've also had uh, different entities now provide different opportunities like student committees, which were not previous in uh, ABA history. So that is uh, what I'm most proud of is making a difference for our law students, which I was elected for. Thanks. Um, so I'll add mine in. Though I'm a host, I'm also a circuit governor for the 12th Circuit, which is Washington, Oregon, Idaho, Montana, and Alaska. And though we want to be fair and have Alaska included, up until this year, they haven't had a law school. So one thing that was very proud moment for us in the 12th Circuit is the start of a satellite campus from the Seattle University School of Law in Alaska in conjunction with the Alaska State Bar and Anchorage University well, the University of Alaska in Anchorage. And now students who are interested in practicing in Alaska or who are from Alaska and want to return there are able to complete their second and third years of law school up in Alaska, which is a great opportunity to form those networks with the working legal community up in that state. So I think that's really an amazing thing to say that during our tenure, we were able to see a state that previously had no law student representation have a permanent law school program set up. Yeah, I would say that it's been a great source of pride for me to see how each governor has been able to work for their circuit in ways that um, are distinct and distinguished and that meet the needs of the students in their schools from uh, being able to keep them in the loop about programs that are being offered at circuit meetings, at roundtables, answering questions, getting more people to run. We had record numbers of people um, apply to run for positions. And so not only has, has this class of board members ensured that law students are connected to membership opportunities and value that the ABA offers, but they've also uh, laid the groundwork for the longevity of our division's leadership. So that's something I want to pivot to now for those successors of you that will be coming down the pipeline, who will be getting the torch passed by you. What are some of those pieces of advice, those nuggets of wisdom that you would give them to be able to be the successful advocates they need to be to balance the rigors of school and also the responsibilities of the role? And uh, maybe what are some of the most fun things to look forward to as well? I think as a governor or any officer on the law student uh, division's board of governors, the first thing you have to remember is that you serve at the will of the people who elected you. You can't forget that your priority is to serving their needs and being representative of the concerns of their needs. And if I could pass anything along to um, the person that will succeed me as the Fifth Circuit Governor, is to always be in touch with your schools and your peoples because they're on the ground and they're holding you accountable for the decisions that you make. So you can't make your decisions in a vacuum. You have to always keep in mind that you're making decisions on behalf of the greater good of your circuit and the greater good of the law student division. And I think um, something that's fun that the circuit was able to do, and it wasn't just the Fifth Circuit, we were able to partner with other circuits, um, and we had a fall circuit roundtable with other governors, like Governor Kim Isang, um, Governor Crystal Yaldu, Governor Keegan Coleman, and Governor Marquita Christie to bring our circuits together to have a fall roundtable and let students interact and network with each other as well as get professional training. And, 
by far that was one of the funnest moments for me all year. Awesome. Thanks, Marcus. Who else? Who has some advice? Um, I'll add into that. As the Fourth yeah. Circuit Governor, I just want to add into the partnership, not just with ABA resources, not just with other circuits, but don't be afraid to reach out to student organizations within your school, within your circuit, and also niche organizations like minority organizations that also serve the interest of law students. Don't be afraid to expand on that and reach out to them, even if you don't have something set in stone, program already planned out, just make that connection and try and work with them, keep an open mind, have goals that you want to accomplish, but don't put yourself in a bubble, have an open mind and get input from um, your circuit members. I'll second that and I'll agree that one of the things that you get um, when you sit on a law student division board is access to the other people that sit on the board. And the 22 other individuals that sit on the board with you are all talented, driven, intelligent individuals who have a lot of experiences and a lot of different experiences. So I think one of the best things about this year, and honestly, one of the most fun things about this year has been the other individuals on the board. Um, so I guess my advice to my sort of incoming governor-elect would be to really reach out and make an effort to be social with those individuals, to talk with those individuals, to solicit their input, um, and to just realize that you can learn a lot even within the board. Anyone else? I'd like to touch on that as the delegate. Um, I'll say to anybody that's going to you know, come into position in the future, uh, just make sure you're coming in with the right reason and rationale. Um, you can't come in this position for self. You have to realize there's a big picture, and the bigger picture are the law students who have elected us into these positions, even if it means that you have to make a hard decision and go against what some people might view as the popular decision. You were voted in this position to make a difference, therefore make a difference. But don't be afraid for people to say no and go against what you're saying. And you also have to collaborate. We're all here on a team. If there's no collaboration, there's no success on this board. And if there's no success on this board, there's no success in the law student division. So I'm saying that anybody that's going in this position, please go in with your heart and make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. I'm going to add a little bit right now, too. Uh, Kirk Abala, 15th Circuit. Uh, my... Probably the biggest advice I could give you is uh, be you. Don't forget what got you here. There's a reason why you're here. There's a reason why you're in this position. There's a reason why you're running for it. You do care about a little bit more than just being a regular law student. Don't lose that. Don't forget who you are. There's going to be a lot of stress, just like life. You're going to face adversity. But during all that, you're counting that adversity the best by staying true to who you are, staying true to yourself. So don't forget who you are when you're here. But be the professional that this position needs. But don't ever lose who you are. So what's the next step for those of you who like Crystal graduating or um, I know there are quite a few 3Ls, but even for those who may be 2L, what are you doing? What do your future in the ABA look like once you're done with your tenure on the board? I guess I'll go since I'm a 2L right now. Uh, this is Meyer again. And um, right now the future I'm, looks like I'm going to be involved for the long haul with the ABA. I won't be a circuit governor this next term, but I am seeking other opportunities within the ABA Law Student Division, and I'm definitely going to be involved with the YLD once I graduate. So, yeah, the ABA is family now. 
about who else? Ne other next steps? Yeah, like Maya was talking about, not just uh, academically or professionally, but also within the association and other life steps. I know uh, uh, this week at mid-year, some of our board members even got engaged, so they have some big next steps to look forward to. Yours doesn't have to be that life-changing or momentous, but any other interesting next steps that, that you foresee? Anyone or... else getting married? Yeah. <laughs> okay, the secret's out. I'm getting married. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Just don't, kidding. don't tell your mom, right? <laughs> You're eloping at mid-year. Uh, uh, well, you did challenge us, Fabi, to get engaged. That's right. You're right. <laughs> the mid-year, so yes. the secret's out. Oh, man. I'm, mar I'm lost, marrying the ABA. Got lost in translation somewhere. Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, how about that? Uh, I really like where you're going with that, Myra, about uh, next steps in, in the association, in the greater ABA, right? It's one of those things that people struggle so much with being uh, loyal, uh, hashtag loyal, uh, to their state bar or their city's bar and also to the national bar. And then I know several members of our board are also involved in leadership and uh, events with different affiliate bars, sister bars, minority bar associations. So will the ABA be one of those priority next step? If yes, why? If not, why? I'd like to go again. Um, this is Marcus from the Fifth Circuit. Um, speaking about the bars, I guess I'm a glutton for punishment because I came back for more. I'll be serving on the board next year as the vice chair of the law student division. And I'm really fortunate to have that position because I continue to have the, the privilege to push some of the things that we're passionate about, like the uniform bar exam. So being able to continue to advocate for things that are important to um, the current board and the board that will be coming, having that continuity and passing with boards, I'll be back to help advocate for ensuring that all the states join in and support the universal bar exam. And um, also using the next uh, term to partner more with our other outside minority organizations and really getting them more engaged with what's going on with the ABA Law Student Division, like our National Bar, our Hispanic Bar, our Black Law Students Association, our Asian Law Student Association, really engaging them in what's going on because all of these bars are here to support the needs of law students. Cool. That's awesome. That's right, Marcus. We're, we're so happy to, by the fact that Marcus is going to be staying on the, on the board, we all will know that it will remain in good hands after some of us transition out here in March and others like me transition out in, in July and August. So that's really cool. Uh, how about one more? Another interesting next step for some of you to, to share. Kirk? I recently just found out, actually, this at mid-year, uh, because of this position of being a governor, the door is open for me to apply for an emerging leadership position with the uh, YLD. And when I found that out, it was, uh, it was a really, really great news for me because I was a little nervous on how I can keep involved with the ABA. And once you serve in a position like this, the world is your oyster. I mean, you can literally do whatever you want with the ABA now. And, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to continue it with the YLD uh, emerging leader and because um, I graduate in May. But after I'm done graduating, um, even and if I get the position the or not, after, and <laughs> passing the bar, I will be uh, going to Hollywood for three months waiting for the bar results and uh, basically going to try out for every play and every commercial in the world. Maybe Law & Order will be doing a new series for all we know, and, and I'll be able to get myself uh, a nice um, dream position, something I've always uh, inspired to be. So. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. It was so great to hear from all of you. We're going to take a little break, and when we're back, we're going to interview a few more of the members of our awesome board at the Law Student Division. Thank Thanks you. so much, guys. We appreciate thank it. Thank you, guys. Hashtag, you rock. All right. <laughs> all right. Thank you, guys.
And we're back with a new set of governors and national officers from our illustrious Board of Governors. And we're just going to go around and let them all introduce themselves and tell us your position and a hashtag to describe yourself or your year on the board. Hi, I'm Jordan Glasgow. I am an 8th Circuit Governor, 3L, at the University of Missouri, Kansas City. And I guess my hashtag would be Earl Grey. Nice, nice. Hi, I'm Carol Rue, representing the 9th Circuit, sunny California. Welcome to the 80-degree weather, and my hashtag would be Tan Mom. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, everybody. I'm Keegan Coleman, 10th Circuit Governor, and my hashtag is Southern Politician. Nice. You're stealing my Hi, I'm Chris Jennison. Uh, I am the law student division representative for the ABA Board of Governors. Uh, and I was going to say hashtag wannabe politician. <laughs> hashtag stole mine. All right. Yeah. I'm Josephine Vaughn. I am the vice chair of student bar associations for the law student division and also serve on the Council of Legal Education. And I'm hashtag Claire Underwood. All right. My name is John Loris. I'm the secretary treasurer at 2L at New York Law School. And uh, my hashtag is hashtag sunny in San Diego. Nice. Hi, Amy Fan Taylor, uh, student editor of the Student Lawyer Magazine, hashtag boss lady. Hi, everyone. My name is Richard Amy. I'm the First Circuit Governor. That's all of New England. And my hashtag is uh, First Circuit, Best Circuit. First looking, best looking? No. First Circuit, Best Circuit. Oh, First Circuit, <laughs> Best Circuit. Well, you can't have convinced me with First Looking, Best Looking, too. All right, very good. All right, well, uh, we were able to talk to a first round of our team members, some of them who have been here for almost a year, some who've been here for about nine months, and we asked them, what are some of the top highlights of their term? What is probably like a proudest moment of their time serving on the board or something that's happened in your circuit or a school that you work with? that has been just something of note. Anybody? Jump in, go ahead. I'm really proud of our online elections, um, finally getting those passed to allow students of low socioeconomic status to run for leadership positions is really important to me. I'm also really excited about the webinar series that the Eighth Circuit conducted um, to provide programming to a geographically spacious area. Great, Awesome. very good, thank you. Anyone else, another proud moment out there? Somebody, yeah, John. Uh, My proud moment is testifying in front of the New Jersey Supreme Court Ad Hoc Committee on the Uniform Bar Exam in support of them adopting the Uniform Bar Exam. Uh, Pretty cool experience. Great. I got to advocate on behalf of thousands of law students in New Jersey. So it was a pretty great experience. And after you did it, they passed it. After you testified, they passed, Well, they're still (laughs) considering it. Oh, they're still considering it. The key word is yet. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Very good. Well, I'm sure you, you nudged them pretty strong. I mean, yeah, if, if Richard is first looking, best looking, this is a close second right yeah, here, close second. Second, second best. Second best looking over here. <laughs> All right, uh, somebody else, another proud moment, anyone? Yeah, I think uh, my, my proudest moment will hopefully be uh, th- just this week with the ABA House of Delegates supports law students and, and passes the Uniform Bar Exam Resolution, encourages more states like New Jersey to go ahead and adopt it. That'd be, that'd be terrific for law students. Cool, awesome, thank you so much. Yes. A uh, student editor here, and I think the proudest moment was uh, during our reach out to law students within various circuits. It was really cool to get the overwhelming response that we did, and it was really neat to get to work with students from across the country. Great. Thanks so much, Amy. That's our student editor over there. I know, Carol, you guys have a really exciting thing going on at Chapman University. You started a new journal, and you're having a conference. Do you want to 
share with our listeners a little bit about that? Sure. This is the inaugural Social Justice Symposium and online publication that Chapman's unveiling on March 3rd. Everyone's welcome to come. The program starts at 12 p.m. and will end around 7 p.m. It involves three panels and a keynote speaker, and the focus is on diversity in the legal system and whether or not the legal system is addressing the needs of lower socioeconomic status individuals and students and citizens of color. Awesome. Thank you. This is Keegan back again. Uh, I would just like to say I'm happy with overall success in 10th Circuit communication. You know, when we first started out, very few in Mississippi, Tennessee, or Alabama had heard of the American Bar Association and kind of what it fosters. So with, you know, different content such as newsletters, our blog, and coupled with uh, the work in our new website, we've been able to uh, kind of keep our members abreast of what all the ABA has to offer. So I'd say I'm very proud of that. Yeah. Awesome. That's great. That's great. I, I remember there was one point where I was uh, envisioning an ABA meeting uh, being in, infused with ABBA music. That would have been just really great. Just a very psychedelic <laughs> moment. ABBA. All right. Well, now I want to ask you guys one last question. It's now as some of you prepare to transition and all of us have elections coming up to determine our successors, what are some of the most important pieces of advice? What's one nugget of wisdom that you would give to that successor? Yes, go ahead. Don't fly out of the Providence Airport. <laughs> no, but uh, honestly, I, the one thing I've been thinking about this question, and actually, the one thing is get a really strong team that you can work with. Uh, if you're a governor, you can get a strong team that's be able to get some programming out in your circuit, be able to spread the ABA word out to the students that are in your circuit and bring back the message from the students back to the full Board of Governors as well. Cool. Yeah, thank you, Richard. Jordan. I think you get benefit out of this, of what you put into it. And so something that made it valuable for me was treating it like a class and devoting as much time as I would to a class to my work on the ABA so I could walk away with something that was meaningful and I felt like I made an impact that way. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, one little tidbit I'd like to leave to any individual aspiring to be governor or uh, for my potential successor is to pick a couple of things that you're passionate about within, uh, you know, your law endeavor and go after those. The term is going to fly by so fast. Um, so just make sure that pick a couple of things I say that you're passionate about, focus on those and try to get those done during your term. Just to piggyback on that, I would advise my predecessor to don't be afraid to say no. Um, quality is much more important than quantity and use your time in a quality way that you feel you've given your best and that you can be proud of the initiatives, the decisions that you put forward and don't be afraid to say no. Awesome. So as the only person that's successor isn't being picked for six months, um, I think it's important maybe for the people listening if they want to run for vice chair SBA to consider a pet project or something that they can really carry over the finish line, whether it's uniform bar exam or 3052, which we're hopefully doing this term. Um, just pick your pet project and run with it. All right. Very good. And uh, anyone else? Last ones? Uh Last one, here we go. Yeah, yeah, Amy, student right, editor. Yeah, um, just if things don't go your way, try to stay positive and make the most out of the situation. Uh, I think that's the best one we can end on today. So I know that it's exciting to be here at mid-year and a lot of us have places to get to. Uh, tonight there's a uh, Tijuana bar kickoff here in San Diego. We're going international. There's a reception going on there. There's a, an interesting discussion about Donald Trump here. Uh, so I know some of us have uh, other things that we uh, need to get to. Uh, these are very important matters that require our attention. 
So uh, I do want to just say thank you to everybody for not just being on this interview, but being part of this journey over the last year for your leadership, for your commitment, your dedication, your time, your ideas, for being a bridge between the law students you represent and the ABA. And I hope that next steps that you see in your future will be continued involvement in the ABA. Anybody have an idea of how they're gonna continue uh, contributing to the association? Apply for emerging leaders. All right, there's one idea. Join your SDFs. All right, somebody else? Join the judicial division. Just stay in law school and stay in the division. All right, oh, just stay perpetually <laughs> in law school. <laughs> Never graduate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Back up those loans. Oh, yeah, all right. Save well, them, Awesome, this. awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Well, we hope you all enjoyed another episode of the ABA Law Student Podcast. That's right. We'd like you to subscribe to our show on iTunes. And once you've done that, take a moment to rate and review us as well. You can also tweet to us at ABALSD and use hashtag Law Student Podcast to tell us what's on your mind. I'm at Fabiani Duarte. And I'm at Madison Burke, signing off. Thank you to our guests and thank you for listening. Work hard, play smart, and until next time, podcasters. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS, find us on Twitter and Facebook, or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. Remember, U.S. law students at ABA-accredited schools can join the ABA for free. Join now at AmericanBar.org forward slash law student. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.